I've also met really, really, really attractive men who were fucking assholes. Mm, and I didn't boring. like their, they were narcissists or and then yeah. they became completely unattractive. So you're telling me. <laughs> if I send you <laughs> jokes online, That's all. you're going to give me a chance? Knock, knock. Who's there? Oh, that's going to be hilarious. Pictures of your feet. <laughs> How much? <laughs> I'm going to start asking. <laughs> I may as well get something out of it. I, you know, I, I, I'm, I think I'm going to get to the point where I'm tired of being the nice person. Like, I'm tired of being the person who's always understanding. Maybe I should just say fuck it and make my money and find me a daddy. Welcome back to Diary of an Empath. Okay, so a few weeks ago, we did an episode on Is Dating Dead? I got so much amazing feedback from it. And we probably could have done that podcast for two hours. But you know, we simply just didn't have the time we needed to fit it into one episode. So today I want to do a part two. But I want to talk about debunking some myths that maybe men think about women and what women think about men and some of the stigmas that go along with dating relationships and men versus women. So today's guest, I have Donna Gift. She's known for her unique dating comedy reels on TikTok. She's also an entrepreneur who teaches individuals how to grow their social media. I also have Jay Marie Carrasco. She's a fitness model, a competitor, a business owner, and an entrepreneur. And last but not least, I have Kenny Milford, who is an author, a videographer, and of course, he is the engineer to do this show. I'm going to be doubling it up. Welcome back, everybody. I'm so excited because last time we talked about so much good information and I got so much. We had Jay Marie, who's just the comedy comedian of the show. So oh, high expectations. <laughs> so let's get right into it. So Donna, thanks for joining us. And, and Kenny, thanks for joining us as well. But does monogamy exist? That's what I want to know. Right Can people it. be monogamous to each other? Do people still stay with each other? I, I mean, think if you're ugly, you're limited options. I'm just kidding. Right now, there's a lot of relationships, so we would uh, assume that monogamy does exist. I don't know if I believe it does. I know for me it does. So I want to think that there's people out there that are still monogamous to each other, but yeah. I'm losing hope. I don't know. I don't know if it exists anymore. I don't know. What do you think, Jamie? I think it's a choice. I think it's mm -hmm. an individual choice. I think um, the reality is you can't control what your partner does or the person that you're with. Yeah. So when it comes down to it, it's just holding yourself accountable to be monogamous in the relationship. And then obviously it's not simple. You know, things happen, things that you don't plan for, you don't want to happen. And then... I'm sure we'll get into that later. That also mm -hmm. is a choice. Mm -hmm. So um, I can't speak for other people, other relationships, but I, not even just for myself, I say in general, I think monogamy really comes down to just a personal decision. I think it's great to think like, yes, there's so many, there probably are relationships out there that are a hundred percent monogamous to each other. Mm -hmm. And then there's probably relationships that had, you know, rocky starts and eventually ended up in monogamy. Yeah. That's what I think. 
I've never cheated on anyone. Mm -hmm. Literally every relationship that I've ever been in, I've always been faithful because I just am the type of person that if I don't want to be with that person, or if I'm starting not to feel those type of feelings anymore, Mm -hmm. I'm just going to make my exit. I'm either all in or all out. There's no in between for me. And once I'm out, I can't come back. And then I, I, I I think what you said, the question, does it still exist? I think people are doing better now than they're, than than the previous years of like, so your ancestors or whoever back in the day, people, men had, it was normal for men to have multiple wives. It was, it was, uh, yeah. it was okay. so easy. It's like, even you go back to the sixties, fifties and it, it's when women became more powerful or more independent, then it became a whole, does monogamy exist? But back then it was not such a, it, it wasn't a thing for men to be out there with several different women. Um, and again, we talk about even BC or even as recent as the forties, fifties. So I believe mm-hmm. nowadays women have it better than women of the past. So uh, if you hear grandmas and everything, we, we had to stay no matter what we had to stay. And so yeah. even though they knew their, their husbands or boyfriends were out there with several different women, it doesn't, it didn't matter. It was the circumstance. Yeah. Right. That, yeah. yeah. It was the right. roles that women played in there, which just wasn't a lot of opportunities for women exactly. in certain generations. Right. So, and if you look at the history of just being human, men need to cr- procreate. Right. That's what you right. guys do. You spread your seed. I don't yeah. know if my seed ends at like 35, I think. Exactly. <laughs> the number one, they always say the number one uh, need of a male, not a man. The male is uh, sex. sex. Yeah, yeah. I read about that in a book the other day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So um, again, I think the question not so it we can say does monogamy exist, but it's more so of uh, how do you practice monogamy? My <laughs> guest last, <laughs> yeah, there you go. Well, my guest last week he made a really good analogy. He said, "Picture the United States of America and put a pin drop in Dallas, Texas." That's sex for women and everything else in the U.S. is everything else going on in their life. Now you take that same map and you put that same pin in Dallas, Texas. That's maybe the bills and taking care of the house and career. And then everything else in the United States is sex. (laughs) When he said that, actually, I I, I thought I was, that's that's straight up real. That's a great analogy. That's a great analogy. Like you even think about it, everything that a man does, I don't care what it is, it's because of a woman. That's why sometimes I give a lot of props to gay men because what are like, what are they doing things for? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like they really enjoy whatever they're doing. Everything else, a man get a haircut, he gets a new job, a car, clothes, whatever, it's because of a woman. Mm-hmm. So men go to war that, for women. <laughs> there you go, exactly. <laughs> that is true. I mean, King Henry VIII, he beheaded a few. <laughs> so do you think that men love just as hard as women? I think so. I think that men just don't really have like an open ground to express themselves yet, or they haven't like taught themselves how to express freely yet. But I think men love just as deeply as women. I, I mean, I've met guys who love me more than, than I love no, them. I, I would, and I, I'm not going to say for every man, but I think, I think, I do think men love harder than women and quicker. Um, I Really? I, yes. I, yes, all, all all day. Quicker. I would say men, men fall in love quicker with a woman than a woman fall in love with him. Interesting. Huh. Yeah, yeah. And here's another thing I, I tell people. Um, I think men are far more emotional than women and women are far I, more sexual. But here's the thing. Both are very selective to who they let see it. You know we saying? can be That's very what sexual. I'm saying. Yes, we can yes. hold on. We can be sexual, very sexual. Right. However, 
you have to be doing the things that need to be done to stimulate that in us. Right. So yes. it's a buildup yeah. for us. It's not just like, okay, one, two, three, go. You're, you know, touching it, it, me and I'm horny. No, you got to be doing other things that get me to that point. Right. And that's what I mean by sexual. I mean, like there's the act of sex and then there's uh, being sexual, meaning you encompass like the, the touch, the feeling, I mean, the, like tasting it, smelling it, like do, everything that builds up to it. <laughs> Men, men are not like that. So I feel like men can just hear something like Jay Marie. We were talking before the show started. Jay Marie has a sex voice. I feel like <laughs> all you need to say is, what are you wearing? And what are you wearing? She's got that bass in her voice. But yeah, yes. it's because I do think men love harder than women. And, and I, you, you might disagree with this, but men love more in, unconditional than women. Than w- <laughs> I think uh, you're a unicorn. I'm not sure. No, I'm, I'm, I'm t- all right. Like, I think I, it's, when you when you see the comments, some of the guys, if they if they're listening and tuning in, they'll tell you. Uh, and again, they're very selective to who they who they love like this. Men, like, I think women can do this with everybody. Uh, just like how, like, you know, if you have a bunch of of, of, a, of a woman, have a bunch of female friends, they share all their business with all of them. Guys, they're very selective to who they let, you know, who they let in. Guys do not want to be vulnerable. Once you, yeah, they don't want to be. But once a man is like able to be vulnerable, like he's going to be very clingy to you. Like, like he's going to be emotional part. Yeah, like I've had that. That's what I'm saying. They they don't have the freedom of expression Mm -hmm. as much as we do. Like we women, we can gossip and talk all day about our emotions, so we have that Mm -hmm. release. I don't think men have that release quite yet. They're they're starting to. I can see it. Yep. More emotional men are coming into play, but I just don't think that they have the open expression that they want to just yet. So they cling on to the people that they trust to open exactly. up to. Do you think it has yeah. to do with how men are being raised? Yeah, yes. I mean, yeah, I think a, so. There's a, a whole lot, and I think like uh, as uh, Donna said, things are changing. Like I, just the other day, this guy on the NFL, he walked, he he backed off. He backed out of the NFL and said he's not emotionally right to do this anymore. And everybody okay. started coming out. I was like, "Oh my gosh! I'm glad you said it. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. glad you said it because I feel the same way." And you know, now you have all these men um, coming out. There's a lot of whole mental health thing, you know. And when you, when they say mental health, it's not being crazy. It's more so like being in touch with your emotions. You know, it's I mean? freedom like, of expression. It's, yeah, freedom of expression. So. It's that stigma behind it because I think that we have been, and I, I say we, not including myself, but as a mm-hmm. generation, we have been raising our men to subdue their expression of mm-hmm. their emotions, to yes. not express themselves. Because if you express yourself, you're weak. We, oh, yeah. we dealt with this in the Marine Corps. When I was in the Marines, that's what they taught us, that you mm-hmm. suck it up and mm-hmm. you do what you need to do and you don't complain. If you talk about your emotions, if you say anything that you're looked at as being weak, which is so unhealthy because mm-hmm. a healthy individual should be able to express their emotions. Mm-hmm. They should be able right. to communicate how they feel. But unfortunately, you know, that's just the society that we live in. I think it's getting better. Yeah. I think yeah. it's, a, I also think that there's a line, like men need to be, they need to know when to, when's the time to suck it up. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. It, it can't yeah. just be like emotion, 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 I emotion. Think, yes. Yes. That's yeah. the thing. I think that's the problem is because they're starting to be able to express themselves. It's almost like we're all both going into two extremes. Like, Men are now getting overly emotional because now they're like, okay, we can express this. And women are also 
we're stepping into our power and I feel like we're competing. Yes. A lot of and if you go by what you see on social media, women yeah. are like, they're just aggressive. Aggressive, like, yeah. On another you know, level. It's, it's, I'm like, yo, chill out. Like, no. it's, it's not a that shift. It's, 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 a, it's a huge shift. As a matter of fact, mm-hmm. my, my wife, she used to be a principal. I mean, she used to work at the, the um, high school and I went there and I would see how the girls would, um, you know, come at the guys. And the guys would be like, no, nah, I'm not mm-hmm. that. I'm not trying to do that. And the girls would be like, come on, come back here. I'm like, yo, these girls are aggressive. Like, yeah. you don't even have to ask yeah. for it. No more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm telling well, you. We're on two extremes. Yeah, we talked about this the last episode that women are part of the issue. It's not just men, but women mm-hmm. are definitely more aggressive in this generation. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, damn, Absolutely. girl, pull it out. Do this. I watch some of the comments. <laughs> The poor guys in their gray sweatpants, man. <laughs> and people who have listened to this show know that's my future husband. That's my boo. And sometimes when he posts things, I look at the comments, him or who's the other Samoan guy? Oh, Jason Momoa. Oh, Jason Momoa. No. And then he Ro- not, he's not Samoan. Roman he? Reigns, his cousin. Oh, okay. So I go on to the, uh, when he posts stuff on Instagram and the stuff that girls are saying, I'm like, my God. Just <laughs> so if that's yep. what they're saying, like in the comments. Oh, what yeah. What are they saying in the DM? Oh, yeah, exactly. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I got a friend of mine. Um, he got, he, he, he got engaged last year and he's a, like a, a trainer, I'm like a, 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 a bodybuilder, all this stuff. The stuff that was in his uh, DMs, I was like, man, how, how can you say no? To- like one of the girls was like, hey, we like several girls were like we need to do this before you get married. Like we need to hurry and get it oh. out of the way before you get married. Like several. I'm talking about like, at least 15, 20 of them. Were like, Is that attractive to a man? I mean, I think it, it's an ego thing for him. Like, you know, like to uh, see some He's of that stuff. Lot, yeah. But does that. it depend on the man? Like, yeah, it like, depends on yeah. like. I, like in Spanish, you say, se quiere aprovechar. Like he wants to take advantage oh. of that. Mm. So like if there's a man that's like, Hey, I'm going to take advantage. Then yeah. maybe he would. Speaking of DMS, Donna, did you get any DMS during the last episode? Cause I know the last time we had, <laughs> we were talking about how we tend to get a lot of guys from India that flood our DMS. And you know, I love my Indian followers, but some of y'all are really inappropriate. So did you get some new followers, Donna? <laughs> I did. And a lot of um, feet requests and used stockings. <laughs> Listen, if you ever want to think about changing a career, now it's time to do it. Wait, wait, stockings, you said? Yeah, I've had some people ask me to, to wear stockings for a week and sell it to them. I was like, excuse me, sir. Uh-huh. <laughs> so much. I'm just curious. I, did, I, didn't, I didn't ask. I, I guess I should ask. I'll let you know next time. <laughs> I'm just curious. I, I didn't know if it's paying for those these days. Is there like a, a going rate? Can we negotiate the cost? That is insane. Well, I have I, a stream of income. Well, I do know they were selling panties, like used panties for like it was like eighteen dollars a penny. Uh, what? Wow. That is like not enough. I think yeah. <laughs> that is kind of low. I feel, yeah. Like, yeah. I feel like my price would be higher. Well, these are these yeah, because the underwear itself got has to cost. Oh, that, isn't that from the orange is new black? Is that really that a was thing? Real. That's a real thing. That's a real thing. <gasps> oh yeah, that's right. I forgot about yeah, that. That's a real thing. <laughs> you know, the guy that I dated the last time. You know, I've I've talked about this guy a few times. He had a kink. He definitely asked me to send him some panties. I didn't. I didn't. Because I didn't get that to know. So, oh <laughs> so I didn't do it. But I, there are people out there that are like that. They got some really weird kinks. I mean, oh, speaking yeah. of kinks, do you think that it's weird if your partner comes to you and says that they have a kink or want to try something with you? Do you think that you would be open to it? Or is it too, is there, is something too much? When is too much too much? 
Well, you got to have a safety word first of all. Yeah. <laughs> but I think I think it's good to be like open with your partner and say like, hey, I have something kinky that I want to try with you and at least be open to it. Because then you don't want them to tiptoe around you every time they bring up something they want to talk about that's sensitive. I think I'm open-minded to a point. I think I do have... Same. I like I can't do threesomes. Same. I can't do it. I'm too I'm too greedy. I don't want to see no one else touching you. Mm-hmm. Absolutely not. If you you better just want me. It would have to be two people that I'm not in a relationship with. Like I could do a threesome, not with like my significant other though. Right. They'd yes. have to be pretty neutral. So the emotions not... have to be detached. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. I and then have... I'll ghost both of them. I'm just kidding. <laughs> this goes back to the whole thing. Women are more sexual. I mean, when when I've had weird requests and it's always like, man, I know I, I'm, I'm someone who would ask as well. So I have to be, I have to play the fair, uh, fair game, but some things are just too much, you know, mm-hmm. but, um, yeah. I, I do know when speaking of threesome, I do know a, a girl who left her boyfriend because in a threesome he finished with the other girl. Oh. So everything was fine. See, like, how do you draw the line there? That, that, <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't even do it with my significant other. Cause that's yeah. just too like I had and one then, girl say that her only rule was that you she he couldn't kiss her, but he could, you know, obviously yeah. be inside of her. But that was her one rule. I was like, what? Yeah, but kissing <laughs> is intimate. That's why. So yeah, I, I think, okay. I think if you have a couple who if you're okay with it, the other person's okay with it, you set up some ground rules or whatever the case yeah. is, and you set your boundaries and you guys are both respecting each other's boundaries, I think mm-hmm. that is completely okay and that's between you two. But I think that for me personally, I am a little bit more traditional in some senses. Don't get me wrong. I'm a very sexual person, but I can't involve myself with another person. I just personally cannot have a threesome. If you are my man, you are not touching another female. I don't even want you. I wouldn't watch that. I know you're human and I know men are going to look, but don't make it obvious. Don't do it in front of me. I better have your entire (laughs) attention. I work hard to look the way that I look. I better be the entire time. (laughs) You know what gets me? Like, honestly, like, and this is off on a tangent. My husband has like, this is more like in the past. Like he likes the girls that look like JLo. I don't have that body. You I have an athletic like body. Are you kidding me? No. I'm like, you pretty much are JLo. I'm not shaped like her. <laughs> I love my body, but I'm not shaped like her. And I, and I used to tell him, you know, the thing is, is like, I can never give you that. So if that's what you like, but you chose me, I always feel like, like I don't satisfy you a hundred percent when it comes to physical attraction. He's like, but you do. And I'm like, yeah, but you don't look at girls that look like my body. You look at girls that have, like, I don't give a shit. Like, if you look at a girl that has a pretty body, like, most of the time he's like, look at that girl's ass. And I'm like, holy shit, it's huge. I mean, look at Drake, the girl who Drake was dating yeah. that has the seven kids. And I mean, don't get me wrong. She's a beautiful woman, but her her ass is, like, ridiculously huge manufactured. and manufactured. And I don't yeah. care. Do you? I don't even know who this yeah, guy is. Yeah, do you? Do. But, you know, you know it's like, okay, well... What do men want? Do men care about cellulite, Kenny? Do they care about stretch marks? Well, listen, that's a good you, question. Yeah, you're talking to, uh, uh, like you said before, a different kind of guy. I don't care about stretch mark. Don't care about um, cellulites. Um, as long as can we curse in some people? Of course, as long as the pussy, I'm fine. No, I'm not like too vulgar. You know what I'm saying? Look, but anyway, this yeah, is my for, show. This right. is like I, I've never like I've had several conversations with men about this. Like, 
Um, I've never been the one to be like, oh my gosh, her her ankles are fat. Uh, uh, you know, you still, you still want someone to look attractive and have a decent body, but stretch marks, I think, and I will say a lot of, uh, I will say this, maybe a lot of men do find stretch marks to be attractive. It's something Mm. to be very sexy. I find it sexy. Um, there are things I don't like on a woman, of course. Um, like battle scars, (laughs) (laughs) you know, know, but stretch mark isn't one of them. I would I actually, if I went to a woman's house and her bathroom was dis- disgusting, I'd probably leave before I saw, um, leave mm. her before I saw a stretch mark. Oh, that's yes. 100%. I always check the microwave. <laughs> oh my God. I check the yes. microwave. You do clean their microwave. And the side of the uh, toilet, the bottom, the side, mm-hmm. and the shower. If we're going to have a guest over, automatically it should be microwave, shower, bathroom, have it clean. It's just an automatic mm-hmm. thing. You should always have it yeah. clean. But going back to the cellulite and all that, like I have stretch marks. I think most women, when they go through the growth spurt, they get the stretch marks right here. You know, Mm -hmm. just even if it's just a little bit, that's the only place I had them. Yeah, a little bit. I didn't have them after I had my kids, like nothing like that. But um, I also feel like I refuse to be ashamed or embarrassed about the things that I can't control. Mm -hmm. I refuse. You're not going to make me look like you're not going to make me feel like I'm not beautiful because I have these things that I can't really change. I can't really change that, you know, uh, cellulite for me, that comes and goes depending on my body fat level, you know? And also that's another thing that I refuse to be embarrassed about. And I think for my husband personally, he's super attracted to my confidence. Like I'm a dude, me regardless. Like I always like, I like to look good. I like to take care of myself. I was like that before I met my husband. And I'm like that during. And then sometimes he's like, I wish like you didn't take so long to get ready. And I don't anymore. But back then I did because I was still managing kids and getting ready. And like, it was hard, but now I got it down to a science. And he's like, I love that you still, you know, like you go to the gym for you. You, you trying to stay fit for you. Like you do these things for you. And I was like, and you benefit. Exactly. I love that because I think that we live in a society where we are so hard on ourselves because yeah. of mm-hmm. I think what we see. We're, we live in a filtered generation. Yeah. And it's not perfect. Yeah. We all have our moments. Mm-hmm. I feel like yeah. we do a pretty good job of like, you know, trying to keep it real. But at the end of everything, like, you know, social media is mad fake. Like, you know yeah. that you know, people are only out here sh- like showing like the best part of their life. Mm-hmm. And I, I, mm-hmm. that's why I feel like I about this, like at lunch, no, it was dinner. Like I just stopped posting as much like recently, like I've just like started floating back away from social media. And then I'm like, and then I'll post a little bit more and then I float back. And then like, I'm just like, I do the same thing. And I've been focusing my social media more on my podcast, more in my business. And sometimes I'll get those DMS, please post a picture of yourself. And and I'm like, yeah, when are you going to post a full body picture? When are you going to go back to posting pictures of yourself? Like, this is not what I'm, I'm branding myself of. I'm not a model. I'm not making money off of that right now. I'm focusing on my business. I'm focusing on my podcast. So, you know, to me, it's crazy that, you know, we, we have this generation of, I have to look perfect or I have to look like this person. And so I stopped following people that didn't give me motivation. Same. 
If it mm-hmm. makes me yeah. feel bad, I unfollow. Mm-hmm. If I don't get some type of knowledge, if I'm not getting motivation or if I don't like the content or if it makes me feel bad in any type of way, because we're all human, I just unfollow. I, mm-hmm. I, I mentioned this on one of my previous shows about social media, clean up your library. Mm-hmm. We have access to what we expose ourselves to. It's a library yeah. and you can have a library full of junk <laughs> or you can have a library full of things that are going to motivate you. But, you know, people are human and I understand that men are very visual, but it's really mm-hmm. good to hear that a lot of men don't care about those it, things. It I think it's just, it's just us. I think we get in yes. our heads. Yes. I, I, yeah. time, I think a, the, a, a lot of things that women are chasing or they, they think that men want is coming from another woman. Mm. The preference. Yeah. yeah. These preferences are really coming from another woman. Now, uh, do men are some men shallow like that? Yes, they Absolutely. are. Oh, yeah. Women yeah. too. Yeah. And so, um, but. I, I, if you found a man and you took off your clothes and he said, you know what, baby, I can't do this. You have too much stretch mark. Then that's a red flag for him. He, he does, yeah. he does not like women. I don't think anybody going to turn that pussy and say, you have too much stretch mark. <laughs> I have yeah. never heard that. <laughs> and I have kids, I have them. We've, you know, especially for women who, who are curvier or who have had children. I mm-hmm. want to see one girl who doesn't have a stretch mark, who has a kid, unless you just had some miraculous work done or you have genes of the gods. It's natural. So mm-hmm. speaking of sex, does size matter? A hundred percent. Look, <laughs> let it's, me just say I don't date male Asians. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, well, speaking of male Asians, <laughs> my last one. You see, you see what you're about to do? I do it. <laughs> you know, I, I've been dropping... Male Asian comedians. I've been dropping hints. <laughs> oh, we're I've been dropping it. hints that we're C-Paps. Google search. I looked up C-Paps for sure. After I still that. want my money back. I still do. I, I really hope that that C-Pap is... I, is doing a good job. Not too long ago, because um, I created the board game that's for dating and all this stuff. One of the questions I asked someone was, would you take a five inch for 25 minutes or two inch for, I'm mean, a 10 inch for a 10, I'm mean, at two minutes. She's like, I'll take two minutes. I'm okay with two minutes. But like, <laughs> is it really that serious? It's, it's so I'm going to be honest with you. At one point I would have said a that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot. I, at one point, I, there has I, to be a stop. I have a visual right now in my head. I think at one point, <laughs> I, I think at one point, you know, you have the stallion over there, that stallion Spaniard you have at home. But I think for me at one point it would have mattered, but I'm going to be honest. I don't think it matters as much to me anymore. I want love and I want companionship and I want to so be wait, happy. If it's super small, you're like, well, you I don't want to feel be, anything. I don't want it to be micro, but I mean, <laughs> I know what I'm doing. Can you imagine to my own body you get married and on your wedding night. <laughs> that's that's a why micro penis. that's why I have to like test my drive heart it. goes out to men that have to <laughs> deal I have with to that. Test drive. But that's I what toys are for. You know, you can, yeah, but can never have, have toys. Kind of surgery. There has to be like. Can we donate to that organization? That yeah, strap on. <laughs> Men are using strap-ons. Okay. You know, I honestly, I've, I've been in the situation recently where, you know, I wasn't too impressed, but I was still interested in the person because of other factors that he brought to the table. So you, you, mm, fall yeah. so hard. You, sound, you look like the kind of person who fall in love so hard that it doesn't matter what 
and it is that he's bringing what he's bringing physically, you're just going to be like, I love you. It doesn't matter. Yeah. So, but I, it takes me a lot to get to that point. So yeah. I don't fall in love with everybody, but if no, no, I no, do, no. If you do yeah. I, I love really hard. But here's the, here's the issue with mm-hmm. that. So you're going to end up loving this person. It's, it, there's this thing called the rapport stage. This is, this is when you're in it and you're in love with this person and everything they do is great. But then you get out of it. You still love that person. But then, it's, you know, all the things that uh, you probably were not looking at before, it starts to become an issue. Yeah. And yeah. that's what happens with mm-hmm. a lot of people. Divorce. I agree. And so they'd be like, well, you know what? Your, your dick is small. You, you're terrible. You, your fucking game is terrible. Why did I not notice this? Why did I not notice this before? Yeah. We're blinded. We're blinded. Yeah. And so I used to do that a lot when I was younger. I don't do that so much now, okay. but I used to overlook a lot of things because of my feelings. And I'm like, okay, well, mm. I, I can overlook this, but he brings this and this to the table. And I feel like this, especially I'm an empath. So for me, you know, I have so much compassion with other people that I tend to overlook the things because I'm so understanding of maybe why they are the way that they are, or maybe Mm -hmm. this happened to them when they were younger. So therefore they're like this. And I'm like, Oh, okay. And I will let it go. As I've gotten older, I've done a better job at not ignoring the things that are, um, uh, you know, like a no brainer for me. So if I know that there are certain things that I cannot do and you're not bringing those things to the table, then I will not continue. But I think size is something that can be negotiable for me. I know what I'm doing with my own body. And as long as the sex game and the intimacy other than the size is good, then I can work with it. Now, if it's micro mm-hmm. and everything else is just shit. There's a lot of men. After you said size, I can work with that. There's a lot of men out there. They're going to be like, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I can work with something, but if Still it's like happy. micro and you just are not bringing anything else to the table and there's no connection i need mm-hmm. connection like the sex has got to be a connection i got to enjoy what's going on i think it also doesn't come down to just size like I, yeah. my husband and I had this discussion thankfully size is not <laughs> not to put it out there but um we had the discussion of like we've never had a problem in the bedroom. That's one place that we've never, ever had an issue. You can have issues all over in your marriage. But I did talk to him about like, I feel like you think that perhaps like what worked on other women would work on me. And that takes Mm -hmm. away from getting to know my body, my responses, things that like, I'm not saying it doesn't feel good. I'm just saying like, take the time to pay attention to what I really react to and things that I'm just like, because if I don't like something, I might not verbalize it, but I won't move. Right. I yeah. won't firm. I won't like, you know, just paying attention. Hey, you guys think we should, do you think we should express ourselves and tell them when they're doing something wrong or like if they could fix something or do, do you think that would bruise our ego too much? Well, I guess we can ask you, Kenny. No, I, I think women should. And I, and I used to, even back in college, uh, I used to tell women, if a man is giving you bad sex, you need to tell him straight up, not only for yourself, but maybe it may not benefit you, but it might help someone in the past mm-hmm. um, next to you. Like when I first started having sex, I, I never ate pussy. I didn't eat pussy. I like, I would just go That's around. That's a problem. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I, I, we, I, we can do everything else. So like, I was like, I, first time I ate pussy. Can we? Yeah. First time I ate pussy, I was like 22, 23 years old. And so I'm all, I'm just kissing around the thighs, kissing everything just to get you wet. But then next thing I, you know, I do my thing. So, after a while, I would cut you off and ghost you. <laughs> <laughs> that is the yeah, but you right know, there. But you know, it, it took some. It took some time for me to get you know to doing you know learning 
okay, you know, this is what this person wants. And so, and that's because she verbalized it. Every, everybody else mm-hmm. was okay with it. Most women know? don't verbalize it yes. though. Yeah. They yeah. don't, you know, and you don't have to have bad sex to have better sex. Like mm-hmm. you can be having good sex and mm-hmm. still not understand the person's body enough yeah. to be like, you know, and for me, especially with my husband, sex has evolved. It was great to begin with and it's banging now, mm-hmm. but it's because we got comfortable with each other to really be able to like pay attention and listen and not, and take ego out of it. You know, like yeah. for men, like some men, like having like good sex game is like, that's part of their, you know, personality out. trait. Right? Not that they're literally <laughs> going out and telling people, but it makes them feel good. Mm-hmm. You know? So when I told my husband, I was like, of course I like what you do, but I feel like it could be more personalized for me. Like, I feel like you do I like that, that, that wording. You know what I'm saying? I feel like you <laughs> do personalize it <laughs> works on someone else and, and may, and was great for them. And I'm not saying it's not good for me, but is it for me? Or are you just mm, reciting yeah. that you, and his mind was blown. He's like, yeah. are you serious yeah. right now? My mind is blown. I can't believe you just said that. Yeah, Cause I think we that want custom sex. <laughs> I do. Yeah. Want, I want to be customized, and yeah. you know, and let me tell you, it's better when it is. But right. you know, let's go Amen. back to what I was saying before. Like men are, uh, women are far more sexual, and when I mean sexual, like you, it's a it's a whole bunch, a whole lot of stuff to sex. It's not just the penetration. And so for a lot of guys, it's like okay. I, I just need to put my dick in and I'm good. For they, they were trying to murder people. I, <laughs> as, you, as you as you get older, hopefully, as a man get older, and and this is why some guys need to they need to go through women as far as, you know, like learning how to please a woman. But as you get older, you will understand, okay, what happened, what, what you did on the first girl won't work on a second girl and X, Y, Z. And that's, so. that's, yeah. I'm really open with communication. I love to talk in a relationship and I don't want to overpower somebody, but I will say, Hey, what do you like? Or what did you like about what I did? What, don't you like? What are your turn ons? What are your turn offs? I'm so open with having those conversations. So I, I would say just encourage your partner to have an open and honest conversation. And I think if you yeah, even, don't be a dick about it, don't yeah. be an yeah. asshole about it. You don't want to Why bring you destructive criticism. <laughs> Who right. told you that and, that move is good? And then the last part of it, is, <laughs> like, don't say that. The last part of it is if it's your if it's your if you're in a relationship. You can definitely have that conversation. But if you just met at the bar, right? Yeah, fun. that's true. Then maybe it's not like it's like it's like, it's like a scene out of the movie yeah, where the girl is like, "Now put your hand right here, yeah, and, yeah, my body. yeah. and now you need to." Like, can you go? Yeah, <laughs> You're like, scaring me. Hey, you know, listen, listen. If, if some guys like that, some guys want an alpha woman. Yeah, they want mm-hmm. an alpha woman. I personally oh am my God, yeah. alpha, but I want a man that can be alpha during certain times. I need you to be a little bit more alpha than me, but not too alpha. I do want my man a little, a little, you know, submissive at times. It's tough over here. I know. I'm not saying all the time. I just, I want, let me correct that. My husband is very alpha. We've talked about this and because I baby him the way that he needs and I genuinely do it. He gives me whatever I want. And that is, and it's not like I'm taking advantage. I want him to be happy. He wants me to be happy. Right. That's what so, I mean. It's like yeah. a two way street. So yeah. I mean, it's kind of like yeah. a 50, 50 thing. I don't want a man to completely overpower me. Could you date an alpha woman? Oh, my, my wife is the epitome of alpha woman. She's like <laughs> she's, she's an attorney. She does. She's everything. 
she's an epitome of a, of a woman. Now, here's the thing about that. A lot of people were like, oh, like she's tough. You know, she was a president of her everywhere she's been. She's been the president of that um, organization or the club or whatever. And so sounds like somebody I yeah, want to be friends with. Yeah, she's, yeah, she <laughs> I were, love her. If I you ever go to the like state that. attorney's office, you'll see her. So, um, but one of the things that like about her, you know, she's not the same with, um, she is with everybody mm-hmm. that she's with me. So she's mm-hmm. a little softer sometimes. Yeah. And so she'll, uh, and, it has and, its place. Yeah. And, and yeah. it took a while for me to be having some, like we, we still have these conversations sometimes, but I, I ask her a lot of questions mm-hmm. and that's because I really want to be, you know, good with her. I want to be, I want to be with her. So even when we talk about, care. right. And I care. Right. So, uh, <laughs> when we talk about even in the bedroom, like we were, we were just going through the motions. Like we were, we were having great sex and everything. But when we reached another point where, like I said before, it has to be more for women. It can't just be the same thing. Mm-hmm. No, no longer can you just like do the same thing you were doing before. And this is something I, I recognize. So now I'm asking questions like, what if, do you like this? Do you like that? Do, should I, should I do that? Like, and when I'm saying that then this, I'm like, should I clean the house for you? And then you have, you have a uh, better sex. Should I, should I put gas for you? And then that'll make you like more horny. And I think when you're asking those questions, <laughs> you it's because there's feelings involved right, and you right. care about yes. the person. It's but different. you're not wrong though. Right, right. You're not like those things. It's not like, sexy. Yeah, yeah. My husband like, needs to help out at home. Like, honestly, like he was like, in Spanish, they say machismo in the way of like, that's what like men like, oh, well you do this and I do that, yeah, yeah. you know? It wasn't, mm. he wasn't aggressive in that way, but that's how he learned. That's how I learned. But I came out, my dad taught me how to change a tire, balance a checkbook. I'm very independent because of my father. He's like, we're not on the island. We're in the States. Like mm. you need to be able to handle your own, not depend on nobody. So mm-hmm. I, even though I was raised with the example of like, you know, you take care of your boo, I still had the other side of me that was like, damn, I don't want to do this shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you do it for yourself. Me and Donna are you just trying to in your family. Back. We just, me and Donna just want someone to make plans and take us out on a date. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Can you be out now? <laughs> we, we can't even get someone to just, you know, follow through with plans or to actually make plans. And to all the fellas, when you, here's an advice to you as if, you, if you're dating an alpha woman, you just got to let them be. Just, do not try to change them. Do not no, try do not to try and control us. If you try to control, it actually backfires. You know, yes. uh, women with strong personalities need to want to do those things for you. It needs to be genuine. Mm-hmm. And that's how it stays. That's yeah. how it stays and becomes like an actual part of your relationship. Like my husband used to be like, well, you're supposed to do this and I'm supposed to do that. And I'm like, that doesn't work like that because I'm not a, a, a machine that you can like program. I'm a person, right. you know, and I can't help it that I'm not exactly like my mother or his mother. I can't help that, that that's what you like. Like I'm still me. But when I started doing those things for him and putting his needs before mine, like it was a little harder, but I just saw how much like happier he was. And eventually he was like, you can't do this by yourself. I'm going to help you. And he started cleaning more, yeah. just doing cooking, like, doing a lot more things. And I was like, mind blown. If I had just yes. listened to my mother years ago, I would have had the relationship that I wanted, mm-hmm. but it took eight fucking years to yeah. get to the point where we were like obsessed with each other again, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. but yeah. we're so stubborn. That's the only reason we didn't divorce earlier. <laughs> so what about moving do you think that moving in with someone before marriage is a good thing or a bad thing? Some people think that you should wait. Do you think that it's something that you should wait until marriage to do? Because I personally, I 
I think I I need to live with somebody. I need to see how we react together. How can we pay bills together? Can we compromise? Do we fight? I think that before I make that big step, I need to live with you before. But if you look at the data, the data shows that a lot of people actually last longer in marriages if they don't reside together prior to the marriage. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. But that doesn't make any um, sense to me. I didn't live with my husband before we got married. And I can't say I lived with any boyfriends like truly. Like I had one boyfriend when I lived in New York that I lived with, but it was not for a long time before I moved. But um, I don't know in my case that it would have helped my husband and I, you know, because a lot of it comes down to who you are as a person and how you are in your space and how they are as a person, how they are in their space, and then how you Mm -hmm. work together. You know, how you respect the differences or don't respect the differences. I think that would come out whether you're married or not. The only thing that keeps you together is the fact that you made that commitment like before God or, you know, you go to the courthouse. And when you are living with someone that you're not committed to in that sense, like there's no public stigma to if you guys break up like there's no mm-hmm. oh my god did you hear they got divorced no like they just broke up people break up all the time mm-hmm. i don't know if that has yeah. anything to do with it you know i don't know for me i haven't lived with someone in so long i don't even know if i can share my <laughs> space like what is, i don't even know how to do that i have, i'm so used to having my own space that i it's i don't hard. even know how to share it I don't have room in my closet for anyone else. I don't. Uh, yeah, I, I lived with my uh, my wife before we got married. Um, I don't know. For me, it was not like I was trying to avoid anything. You know, it's like I'm going to move in with someone that I'm with her. Whether we're married or not, I'm, we're, we're together. Yeah. I mean, we can split mm-hmm. when yeah. we're married or when we're not. Yeah. Um, right. So, like, I didn't, I guess for me, I didn't, I didn't even think about, um, think, of, think of it as a big uh, deal. Um and um, I've, I've had plenty of people and I don't know if they're coming from more of a religious side of it. Like, you know, shacking up is not it's against whatever they, they believe. But I've had, yeah, really? yeah, I feel like it's most. Yeah. Religious. So I've, I've had people talk to me about that, um, why they don't want to do it, because it's going to lead to, you know, having sex before marriage and all that stuff. And I'm like, it doesn't matter. But, you know, a lot of religious folk, like we pick and choose what we're going to. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah, we're not yeah. perfect, right. but it's true. Like there's just some things that for some reason stick out in your mind more. And you're just like, I just can't bring myself to mm-hmm. to do that, to cross that line. And yeah. I was the same way. And you can say that's hypocritical. But at the end of the day, you're not a perfect person. Mm-hmm. And to to do things just because you're told to do it and not have true conviction. Mm-hmm. I feel like I can't do that. You know, I feel like everybody arrives to where they arrive at a different place. And for me personally, I just couldn't live with anybody before. But that didn't mean (laughs) that didn't mean that we didn't uh, have sex, you know. Right. If we're debunking some of this thing, that's what we're doing here. Um, So do women believe if they move in too early and if they move in with someone that that person won't uh, propose or won't get married to them? Is that what it is? I don't think so. No, I don't think that at all. I think for me personally, it's just it's more of a fear. I don't want to marry someone and then I live with you and then I'm like, oh, shit. What did I do? That's my, that's my fear is that I'll live with somebody after the fact. And then I'm like, oh my God. And I'm going to be honest with you. 
if you asked me today, I think if I met somebody, I would want him to move into my house because I think it's a control thing for me because then I know <laughs> that I'm safe because if we don't work yeah, out, it's you your can place. move out. Right. I know yeah. that sounds so bad, but I think for me to actually have like a legit situation where I would be living with somebody, it would have to be a manly man, like somebody who's going to provide somebody who not, I'm not saying, you know, pay for everything, but someone who puts a ring on my finger and who I feel safe with, who I really, really, really trust. It would take a really alpha type man for me to do that, to feel submissive enough. And I, I don't know if submissive is the right word, but for me to be comfortable in my divine feminine, to be able to trust that person to say, I'm okay with letting this go because I know that this is the person for me. And I have not come across that yet. So if you ask me now, I'm like, well, it's safer if you move in with me because then I have my house no matter what, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, right. right now I don't have a lot of closet space for anybody. Mm-hmm. So you can have the guest room closet. <laughs> I know that sounds bad, but when the time comes and if I meet that right person, I hope that my, my mind shifts. But right now I'm in that single person's mindset yeah. of only thinking about myself because that's all I have in my life. Yeah. What about pet peeves? What kind of pet peeves do you guys have, whether it's in relationships or dating? I'll go first. I don't like when men hold up fish in their dating profiles. I'll never understand that. <laughs> oh my God. I'll, 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 I think it's so funny. All the memes that you see talk about, I'm never going to be attracted. I don't understand it. I, I will swipe. Well, I'm the fish right here. Look at this. Yeah. <laughs> And, and snoring. I can't do snoring. Oh, shit. Oh, snoring. Yeah, I can't, I can't do snoring. I mean, if you, if you need to wear your CPAP, I, I completely understand. <laughs> but that's the benefits of not living with somebody. Mm. And then um, yeah. I married him. He's like, shit, you snore, you snore like a bear. Like he oh walked in and he was like, it sounded like, ah. <laughs> oh I can't picture like, you snoring like you. that. Really? Oh, I have sleep apnea. So I know where to get them from, apparently. Yeah, he's like, if I don't fall asleep before you, I can't sleep. And I was like, well, Ooh, Donna, what about you? you? <laughs> what are your pet peeves? <sighs> I, I guess snoring would be one of them. If they're too loud, where it's like they're yelling in my ear, I, I will. I'll, I might push him. I don't know. <laughs> I might push him off the bed. Okay. Yeah, I feel a like little those, gentle are, those are little things, you know, and those are, I, I guess I can maybe look past some of the stuff, but bigger pet peeves, of course, is lying, you know, somebody yeah. not being genuine, um, oh, somebody yeah. who's really boring. I can't stand a boring Bo- guy. Yeah. You got to give me some I excitement. That. I yes. um, I don't like pessimistic people like women. Or the people who treat service workers like shit. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yes, yeah. that yes. is a huge pet peeve. Uh, back in the day, I knew a girl. She was real. She was real cool, but she would. She was very pessimistic about everything. So, like, if if you're if we're headed to a restaurant, this, and this is not something that actually happened, but I'm giving an example. She would say, "Oh, it's going to be packed. We might well go somewhere else. We haven't even got there yet." Right. Uh, you know, it was yeah. like, um, yeah, uh, it's going to be a bad. It's going to be a traffic. It's going to be something's bad going to happen tonight. We shouldn't even go there. Like, it's everything. Oh, like, wow. you know, it's it, it's it gets tiring to hear negative yeah. uh, comments all the time, and so. I'm a, I'm a person who's, who only wants to be surrounded by positivity. Mm-hmm. And so if anybody is pessimistic, I'm just like, no, nah, I'm done. 
Yeah, we talked about that in the last episode that we did when, you know, men, you said men want women who are easy, Mm -hmm. easy in the sense of that don't give them any grief, that don't give them (laughs) any trust. Life easier. Yeah. So we already know that. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Now, could you date someone that you weren't attracted to physically? No, no. How important is physical attraction? I want to hear. Men cannot do that. I, I don't think I can do it either, but there's other factors that will make me physically attracted to the person. See? If you can make me laugh, yeah. I am, I will swoon. Yeah. If, if you are somebody who <laughs> is very attentive or so, I know, I know, hence my last situation. Yeah. If you are someone who is very attentive and there's just other factors that go into it, you may not be like my typical type, but you will turn into an, a very attractive but, person. So here's my question yeah. to that. I've asked that question to someone else, but. How does that open the door for you? Like, for example, you see someone across the room, you can't say, oh, my God, he's going to be a funny person. Right. So how do you physically open yourself? To, like, if you're not like, how do you open yourself? To well, that I, I feel you like let the, them into the friend zone. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, oh, okay. I think <laughs> that the few times that it has happened to me, it's happened unplanned. Mm, like this yeah. last situation, I didn't plan to I didn't go into it saying, oh, I really want to, you know, I I really want to sleep with this person or I really want to get into a situation where I like this person. I just was going to meet him. I had no plans on doing anything with him. And it just so happened that we had a connection and it moved from there and Mm -hmm. I just started liking him, but I had Mm -hmm. no intentions on it. I've also met really, really, really attractive men who were fucking assholes Mm -hmm. and I didn't like they were narcissists or, and then they became completely unattractive so you're telling me <laughs> if i send you <laughs> jokes online that's not you're going to give me a chance knock knock, knock, knock. <laughs> who's there <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. pictures of your feet <laughs> how much <laughs> i'm gonna start asking <laughs> i may as well get something out of it i you know i i I think I'm going to get to the point where I'm tired of being the nice person. Like I'm tired of being the person who's always understanding. Maybe I should just say fuck it and make my money and find me a daddy. What what'd you say about the spoons? There's, yeah, there's a spoon analogy. There's, there's, a, there's a location. I'm not going to name the spot. So they won't come out. Name the spot. Uh, Wait, what's the spoon? What? Well, it's a, it's a location, a restaurant in Orlando. It's rumored that if you go there and you, uh, I don't know if it's happy hour or anytime, but if you turn your spoon upside down, um, they know you that you're, you're so the hump of the spoon is yeah. up like this. Yeah, exactly. Wait, so what? It, it means that you're looking for a, a sugar daddy. Yeah, you're open to it. You're mm-hmm. open to oh. it. I need to which restaurant and how many spoons do I need? Kind of like we're doing the next one uh, in person. What is it called? Uh, <laughs> Me and Jay Marie are trying to go there for dinner, so I'll make sure I have my spoon face down tonight, and I'll, Mine I'll let will you be know. Face up. I'll let you know. I married my dad. I'll fly out. Let's let's gather the spoons. At this point, I'm like, I'm you know, sugar daddy, I may as well get something <laughs> out of this. I'm just saying, like, you know, I, hey, I give gonna... you, I give women props all the time because I know if I was a woman, I'd be selling pussy or doing something. That is <laughs> men always say that shit. We're not selling. Always like, oh, wait, okay, no, no, if I was a woman, I'd be fucking everything. <laughs> well, 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 not, like, not selling whoa. pussy in the sense of like literally giving, but. There are the, the stuff that I'm seeing. These men are willing to give a woman just for the, their time. I'm just like, like she just literally said somebody would pay her for stockings to so walk in stockings. You know, I wish yes. I didn't have. <laughs> I, I wish I didn't have morals and ethics because I feel like I could be banking right now. Right. I feel like I could Girl, totally. Same. 
be making a ton of money and not be freaking, you know, working my ass so off. It begs the question, do again, do women not do things or do things for other women or because of themselves? Like what I mean by that, like, are you not doing something? And I'm again, I'm not I'm not telling any woman to go out there and do what I was just joking about selling pussy, but are you not doing And if stuff? you do, yeah. there's no judgment. Right. Yeah. Are you right. not doing I might judge you. <laughs> are you not doing it because you don't want to? Or are you feel afraid of that what others might think of you? I think it's I think me. It's, uh, okay. I, I don't think it's of what other people would think about me. I have such a strong ethical and moral inert mindset that even if no one's looking and if I feel it's wrong, I won't do it. Gotcha. So to me, it doesn't yeah. matter who sees me and who doesn't. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if that was instilled in me because of the military or if it's just how I am as a person. But if I feel it's wrong, yeah. I will advocate. Um, I don't care who's looking, who's seen. I just won't do it. And also, okay. I'm I'm a little bit, you know, I'm more of a spiritual person. So I feel like... Yes. There's karma attached with that. I don't mm -hmm. want what I do to then turn around tenfold back on me. Not that I think that there's anything wrong with sex work, because if you choose to do that, that's your choice. That's completely your choice. As long as it's two consensual people. And if, you know, if you're making money well, and you're okay with that, do you, I personally just feel like that's not something that I would feel comfortable with. And so if I can wake up every day and say, I love what I do, this is part of my purpose. And selling my pictures of my feet online, I don't think would align with that purpose. So unfortunately, you know, I don't think that that's something I could do. But do I think about it? Do I second guess what I do now and think about the money that I could make? Hell yeah. <laughs> do I think about it, doing it sometimes? Have I thought about doing it? Hell yeah. I'd be lying if I told you different, <laughs> but I haven't done it. <laughs> but you're talking about platforms. You're not talking about... Like he literally said, sell a pussy. Yeah, 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 no, 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 no. Again, I said, I'm just You're kidding. talking about like I'm talking about like, platforms. Like, what, what's that platform called? Like OnlyFans, only right? She was yeah, yeah. So, that. yeah. Again, I was I, I was just joking about selling pussy, but as far as only OnlyFans, if I had if I was a woman, I would find a gimmick. And put myself on on on, on OnlyFans. Like, there's a girl. I, I'll open an account, and you can watch me wash dishes. <laughs> there you go. There is someone out there. Yeah. There's, a lady there's who someone out there <laughs> that was like, "Damn, she really know how to and, wash them dishes." That, that's what I consider someone. Not like physically. Like, you can like. There's a girl who uh, who plays video game with her. Like, she have no shirt on, or maybe she has a shirt with no bra on. She plays video games for hours and. Ching, 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 ching. What do we say in the naked podcast? I'm a Twitch streamer. <laughs> Donna, I feel like you can Donna. make tons of money doing that. Because I know well, Donna. I just started. Game. Girl, it's easy peasy. We're bra. I, I've, I've literally like live streamed and all I did was work and people are sending me money. I'm like, okay. Exactly. You know, what am I doing wrong? So, okay. So the last episode, if you guys didn't tune into the YouTube, if you go to the YouTube channel, I was wearing a tube top. And because of the way that Kenny had the video on me, it looked like I was wearing no shirt. So I got a lot of messages asking me, you know, were you naked on that podcast? And I'm like, maybe this is a thing that I need to do right, to get naked podcast. a naked yeah. podcast or change the name of the show. People tune in and they listen. Naked, naked podcast. podcast. Nowhere. I don't know why. I don't why. know why. I have, I have a idea. Listen, I have a plan, you know, so 
side note. So the guy that ghosted me, I know I've I've talked about this more than once, but I think what I'm going to do is if him and the girlfriend break up, I think I'm going to ask her to be a guest on my podcast. Oh my God. Oh my God. Wait, are you going to inform her of your past relations first? Or are you going to, okay. I'm going to wait patiently and then ask her if she wants to be a guest. Is that, is that petty? No, No, not at all. No, no, no. I think it'd be title that would be the best thing I'll, I'll 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 think of that one there you go so what how much is too much petty what do you consider petty and do you think that like i don't know i i struggle with that sometimes because of course i have that old side of me i'm from chicago you know and i got that side of me that is like you know ooh, what i can do right now but then i have that mature mm-hmm. side of me that's like nope it's not worth your energy don't do it so yeah. is a little bit of petty healthy I don't know. I like healthy. I, I don't. Yeah. I don't, I don't think being petty, like I, I think I can be petty, but I've never really had to go that far. Like, I don't think there's an in between either. You're going to be all the way or none at all. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, I had my petty moments, but I wouldn't say that that's anything recent. Like I'm very conscious of the things that I think mm-hmm. and the things that I do, especially mm-hmm. the older I get. And I think also when you have kids, you have to be an actual living example. You can't just fake yeah. the fuck. Exactly. So I think um, before kids, uh, definitely I, I had my petty moments because I'm a Scorpio. Yeah. So we kind of known her for being vicious. You guys are dangerous. <laughs> da- yeah, I dated a Scorpio man. Oh. I don't know how the Scorpio men are, but I know that for like the women, like there was some things in the description of a Scorpio that I was like, that's just not me. But then there's some things that hit. But as I got Mm -hmm. older, I was like, yeah, I don't want to be that person. And I made a conscious effort to let go of things that, you know, were meant to hold me down. And it took literal years. And I think pettiness was one of them. I don't think I'm a very petty person. I think pettiness hurts you in the long run, ultimately, because it's like you absorb yourself in that energy and you put yourself in that space. So even if it like is satisfying temporarily in the long run, it's still it's like that toxicity Mm -hmm. that's like lasting in your heart, you know, and it leaves you subjective to what other people say or do. So your pettiness is literally a result of like someone said or did this to me. So now they have this power over me. Now I'm going to be reactive to that. Right. right. And I talked about my last episode. I, I, I got really vulnerable in that episode about my past. And I was talking about how your trauma doesn't define you. The things that people do to you don't define you. It's Mm -hmm. a choice. Mm -hmm. You can choose to wallow in your sorrow and your pity and, and be victimized. But you mm-hmm. have a choice to pull yourself out of that. I mean, we're all human. We, we all go through things and you have the right to feel sadness or to feel those things, but feel those things and, and don't hang on to that anger from other people because then you are letting them still control you. You yes. have the choice to forgive and forgiveness <clears throat> is not always for the other person. Mm-hmm. Forgiveness is for yourself. That's true. So I yeah. wouldn't consider myself a petty person. Yeah. However, you know, do I think from time to time, I'm like, Ooh, I could do that, but let me oh not. My God, yes. That's the old me. And I'm not. That's me responding back to some of my comment sections. But I'm you like, know I'm <laughs> over here trying to talk crap back to these people. And I'm like, look, you're wasting your time. Backspace, backspace, backspace. <laughs> yeah. I'm all, let me delete this really quick. I've done that. For the sake of this podcast, we will talk about debunking. I think every man would believe that every woman is petty. So, like, that's probably why I've never sent a dick pic because I just feel like the woman or any type of like it, it, tag your mom. Yep, I've seen that. That's happen. the type of pettiness. That's probably that's like fucked up. It to your uh, you should 
pics. Wait, you gonna you gonna Has put it on Facebook? Yeah. If I've you send me a dick pic, or if you're said, have I tagged someone's mom? Yeah, I've done. Of what? I've done it. <laughs> so or now, their wife. Yeah, see, see, go ahead and smash the car or something. Don't do that. Don't. Or their wife. <laughs> or their wife. See, and that's why, again, you you, you shouldn't let fellas don't do it because you never know what's going to happen. Don't send me dick pics. I think we we came to the conclusion last episode. Just unless I that's ask for right. it, don't send it. Don't send it. Welcome. No. So what about what about cheating? If you're in a relationship or dating somebody and they cheat on you. Can you stay? Can you forgive? Do you think that someone is capable of changing? I think you never gain that level of trust back. I think it's never 100% trust anymore at that point. But I do think you can come back from it with a lot of work. (laughs) A lot of work. I think, uh, and I think a lot of guys would agree with this. When you, if a woman cheats, it's, it's, he may not be able to come back only because like I said before, men are way more emotional. Mm. And so he, mm. the person he decided to be completely vulnerable with, that's one part of it. And the second part of it is like, we know it takes women a lot to get there. So yeah. for, for a woman to have cheated on him, mean, there's two things. It's either she, uh, you know, build a connection with another man to the point where she allowed herself to, you know, be sexual with him mm-hmm. or she's just over you. You know, if it, it, yeah. that's the two things, like it's a woman does it like, and that's why they always say cheating is different for men and women. It, it, it probably is whoever, who you want to debate, whatever the case may be. But a man is literally just getting his rocks off. He probably doesn't, he doesn't need to know her lady's name. He don't know what she looked like. If it could be in a pitch dark, he could just get his shit off. But a woman, she, it's a lot to get there. It's a build of the connection, chemistry, and then the sex. So then it's like, oh shit, you so actually it's more like emotional. Him. Yeah. You, and it, yeah, you Definitely. actually like this guy. For me, I think that cheating is cheating, whether it's emotional, physical, both. I personally oh, yeah. have been in situations mm-hmm. where I have stayed. However, that person was not willing to put in any work to change. They just continued mm. to do the same types of things. So where I'm at now, I don't think I could do it. I don't think I could stay in a situation because I've been in that situation before and it just didn't change. I didn't see any yeah. change in that person. Do I think that people can change? Yes. Do I think that people make mistakes? Yes. Do I think that's rare? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I, I think, um, so I've been in relationships in the past where I I heard rumors of cheating, but I never was able to confirm it. So, Mm. um, I didn't leave because like, you know, how do you know for sure? You know? Yeah. Um, but when you're married and you have kids, I think it just like the stakes go up and not in the sense of like, Oh, I'm leaving you. You cheated on me. We have kids. I'm leaving. It's actually for most women, it's the opposite because you have children. You actually choose to push past it and try to make it work. I did. And I Mm -hmm. think what makes that dangerous or good is dependent on the man and the woman's mental state of mind. If the man never truly learns his lesson, never changes, never accepts that that is harmful and detrimental, not just to him, but to the relationship with his wife and his children, then, you know, that's some place like if you, if you don't learn your lesson, you're bound to repeat it. It's only yeah. a matter of time. You're, you're just buying time at this point. And then secondly, 
if you choose to stay, you can't hold it over them and throw it in their face. Yes, you know, that's true. You feel like it whenever you get in an argument. I knew you were going to do this shit. And I, I ain't talking yeah. to you can't do you that. You have to both make the decision that you're going to work towards. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. So, and I feel like just because, and I'm not downplaying it. If someone cheats on you, like, damn, like that's, that's just fucked up. You know that's what I'm saying? Hard. It is hard. If you don't have kids, I feel like you're more likely to be like, peace out. Yeah. I'm fine. You know, I, I know I would. <laughs> but it, it I feel like things. it does. But I feel like when you have kids, like you, like me, like, like people like me, I feel like we're like, if anybody ever, if I know that you did this, like, I'm not going to worry about it. But as soon as I find out that you did something, you know what I'm saying? I'm out. But after you have kids, you're really like, shit, like. I don't think. know, like if I really want to like start at, like, and at the end of the day, everybody is capable of doing that bullshit. Yep. Mm-hmm. You can marry yeah. someone new and they could still do that shit to you. I mean, look yeah. at JLo. JLo got cheated on multiple times and I, I still don't understand that. And she's a beautiful woman. Beyonce got cheated nothing. on. So yeah. it's like Halle Berry. Halle listen, Berry. The, Remember the, Halle Berry? I, and I, Halle listen, Berry. I, every, every, the, the most, the finest woman you can think of a man would be with her and she becomes regular right away. Mm. Like it, it just it like the novelty only, wears off. Yeah. Yeah. It's only, she, she's only fine to everybody else. Right. See, that's why I'm like, does monogamy still exist? Because I want someone monogamous. I am convinced that my husband is not American. I need to find somebody <laughs> yeah. out of this country that has <laughs> really, really traditional no, culture. I, you really need to look it around. Cause only in America really is that this is, this is happening. Like, like if you look at other cultures, like either Indian, African, uh, European, they have multiple ladies. Maybe I need to go to yeah, Ireland. There's just not a lot yeah. of women like me. <laughs> Donna, where, where, where's your, what's your background, um, by the way? Me, I'm Filipino. Okay, so even Filipino, mm-hmm. like I'm, I'm sure I don't know too much about them. Like if you look around, uh, like in in parts of Africa, a, a woman would be she can get slapped for uh, talking to, like asking about him having another woman. So does it just mm-hmm. monogamy just not exist anymore? Is that the conclusion that we're coming to? It's just that rare. I, I, think, I, it's, I think it's just rare. I think yeah. it still exists. I think it's in rare. 2021. We are coming yeah. to monogamy. People are trying yeah. to become more monogamous because, again, as, as I yeah. said before, like if you go f- as far as back as any type of in any time in history, monogamy was not really a thing. So nowadays we are trying to do what people in the past could not really do. So what do men want in relationships? And then I'm going to ask, you know, Jay Marie and, and Donna, what is it that women want? I, I really, before we close out, I really want my audience to get an idea of the mindset of men and women. What is it that men want in a relationship? And what do you think it takes for a man to stay in a relationship and not venture off or cheat or do anything? Is that up to the man's character? Is that subjective yeah. or is that the situation and the woman that he's with? Yeah. Again, I don't think it's going to take, it's, it all depends on a man. No, nothing, there's nothing mm-hmm. that a woman could actually do that would stop a man from doing what he wants to do. I now, agree. you know, the thing mm-hmm. is, uh, I, I believe most men want to be able to be vulnerable with the woman. And it's so many times I get from my, my male friends, <clears throat> they don't care to have sex with their wives or they they don't, they don't, they don't see their wives as a sexual person. That's, that's their friend. That's their emotional support. That's their financial support. That's their supporter. But that's why they find regular girls out there just so they can, you know, another girl out there they can get their rocks off with. 
you know, and then come back. That it's to weird. me is crazy. Uh, because I want to be both. Yeah. I want to be both. Yeah. Now, I want you to look at me as a sexual person. Yeah. I want you to desire me. Right. Yeah. And, it, and it, 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 it does. There's a lot of men. Not, 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 let me say this. There's a lot of men who desire their woman, but there are some guys who, the guys who are more likely to cheat, that's the kind of mind frame they have maybe, you know, um, but. That's also some trauma that they never. Yeah. But they yeah, either never true. confront, they're not aware of it, or for them, they think that's normal. Women do the same thing. I remember, yeah, yeah. I remember when I got married, this guy told me, uh, he's an older man, he said, at at some point, it becomes like women are like, they're trying to find a husband to experience all this sexual stuff with, uh, you know, live that life with, and men are over the whole sexual life, and they're trying to just be settled in. You know, so it's like we, some people mm-hmm. meet at different levels in different time. Mm-hmm. But um, again, to answer your question, what men want, I think men want a woman who's very supportive um, and, mm-hmm. and everything he does. And then also um, at the same time, this is for me general. I like to have my space. Uh, mm-hmm. I want to be able to have uh, my own space at some time. I don't want to be doing everything with you. Uh, so I think uh, I think some relationships and, and I'm not saying for everybody, some people need to have their own thing going on, you know, be able to mm-hmm. do your own thing. So, uh, so if, if someone asked me, Kenny, what do men actually want? I would say they want, you know, to have someone who supports them in all time and also to have their own space when they can. Mm. My husband would say the same thing. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so funny because the other day I asked him, what do you miss most about being single? And I listed like, some things and then I didn't list all of them but then he's like I miss not being accountable like yes like not having mm, yeah home at a certain time because I'm tired shit and for my birthday I got a hotel room because I wanted to sleep in I so just that's didn't want to I make... thought you wanted to party because no. I'm like why are we going home no. right now I wanted to sleep I wanted to sleep in without having to make breakfast and mm. even if my husband was like don't wake up just I'll do it I would still be aware you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because I know they're in the other room. I would still be aware and my mind would be like, I should get out there and help. And that's crazy mm-hmm. because I'm so used to being so independent and just by myself because my daughter's 13 and she is very, very self-sufficient. So I'm used mm-hmm. to doing what I want on my own time. Mm-hmm. I am not used to having anyone else depend on my time except for maybe my clients. Mm-hmm. But I know Donna can probably, you know, jump in on this too, because being single, that's probably the one thing that I enjoy about being single. But I think for me, I really just want somebody who is loyal and someone who does mm-hmm. desire. I want a man to be like, girl, I am going to rip your clothes off because yeah. you are just so damn yeah. fine. I want that. I want my man to and you can have want that. Yeah, you can have that. You can have that. It's, it's just more so again, things change over time, you know. So like it's like No, I don't you, want it to change. I want yeah, you to want me right, all the time. Right. <laughs> I just I think yeah. exactly. <laughs> yeah, you know. Well, I just want to be desired and respected and, and yeah. somebody who actually takes the time to get to know me. But I think that what women want is simple. We just want somebody to respect us, somebody who respects our time, who respects our mind, someone who desires us physically and Mm -hmm. who puts us on a pedestal. Mm -hmm. I I really don't think that's too much to ask for. I think women are pretty simple. I want a partner. I think it all, sorry, go ahead. (laughs) I just realized I never answered the question. I just gave like, (laughs) I, I want a partner, which I have now. And I didn't have for a long time. We weren't partners to each other. It actually felt more like 
the like business as far as like, well, I expect you to do this and I expect you to do that, you know? Mm-hmm. And like once we got over that hump and we actually became partners to each other, you know, I, I always knew that I was supposed to, when, once I met my husband, like officially, I knew I was supposed to be with him and I don't know how I knew. I just knew. So mm-hmm. when we were having our difficulties for all those years, I was holding out for that feeling that I had gotten in the beginning where I knew, you know, mm-hmm. and I can't explain it, but it was, it was, um, a thought. It was my voice that said, that's the man you're going to marry, but it wasn't me. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. I didn't mm-hmm. say that to myself, it's your higher yeah. self, but it was literally yeah. a voice that was like, I was showing his picture to my friend. I was like, look at him. He's too fine. You know, he's not faithful. <laughs> you know, we ain't faithful nobody with his fine ass. But I was like, I was like, no, nah, I'm not going to talk to him because he was trying to like talk to me. I was like, I'm not talking to him because even though we have friends in common, I was like, I'm not talking to him because he just, he's too just damn too fine. Oh, I, yeah, I he can't be faithful. Yeah. And then in that moment, I had that thought that was like, and it wasn't me, I'm telling you. And it was like, that's the man you're going to marry. And I was like, what the fuck? Look at her eyes. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> for me, I held out all my relationship because I just knew like this is the man I'm supposed to be with. And now, yeah, we have that friendship. We have that partnership. And I, I'm still super independent. Like it's very, it's easier now, but it took him a while to understand. Like, I like to do things by myself. Sometimes I like to take a little bit longer to like, you know, run an errand because I'm taking advantage of literally being alone, mm-hmm. you yeah. know? So like yeah. just respecting that some people to feel like, okay, they might need something that you yourself don't need. Mm-hmm. If I'm in a room mm-hmm. with a lot of people for hours on end, I have to escape and I yeah. need to like sit alone for a little bit or I need to go home. Like I yeah. am, oh, somebody told me one day you're an extrovert with, you're an introvert with extrovert qualities. And I mm-hmm. never understood that. But when I really started to look back, I was like, damn, I really am. Like, I'm comfortable eating at a restaurant alone. Mm-hmm. I used to go to the mm-hmm. movie alone, the beach alone. Like, I'm fine. And then I'm good when, when I'm with a bunch of people. But at some point, I max out. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I got to struggle. So I think somebody really understanding that, I like, you are the way you are. Not because you're trying to be difficult or different, but that's just you and respecting that, mm-hmm. you know, and yeah. like meeting you there. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, for some women, you might need to like help them around the house a little bit, mm-hmm. which he does. Yeah. I don't know that it's his favorite, but because <laughs> he loves me, <laughs> like I adore him so much more because I know that he doesn't typically like he don't really enjoy it. He's super clean, though. Like when he was living alone, everything was clean. But I, I, I guess he's just like, you know, that's one of his love languages. Take care of me. And I, Access her. Yeah. And yeah. I, I, I do it, but I do it at a cost because I'm like, oh, Lord, help me. stock from the floor. But yeah. So for me, I, I think it's like, you know, I want love. I want respect. You know, I want you to meet me for who I really am. Like, like the shit that you don't like, like meet me there. You know, I think it, I think it boils all down to security, right? Like, do I feel safe and secure with you if I act up or if I need my space alone? Are you still going to be there when I, when I'm done having my space? Like, are you, is our relationship secure? I think women in general just need security. And it's not just financial security too. Like, do you have my back? when it comes to finances too, but it's the emotional security. It's the, 
the spiritual security. Can I be safe with you? Mm, In general, I agree. I agree. Yeah, because once I'm, I feel safe and I feel that trust, my yeah. walls will will come down. I just haven't met that person yet, and you know whether he's American or not American, <laughs> Irish. <laughs> I'm open minded. Listen, at this point, I've been watching The Last Kingdom, and I'm like, oh God, Uhtred, son Uhtred. of Uhtred. <laughs> Lord, why can't I meet a Viking? Oh, okay. oh, oh my God. God, have you seen The Last Kingdom? No, I haven't watched it yet. Oh my God, I'm gonna see it. I'm, I'm gonna slide in his DMs. I think I'm gonna. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's beautiful. Well, he's he's good looking, beautiful. Man. I think it's his like the way his it's character. His character too. is it really because hit? no, oh, okay. he's got dark hair. Okay. He's just so manly. What's that? What's that show that was out? It was like um, an English theme, old school theme, and it was the black guy and the white girl, and they got together. It was on. It was, and then they they took him off after that first season. I have no idea. I feel like that's all the Netflix shows. <laughs> it was it was just it on ended like after about a year and a half ago, two years. Oh, the um um it, has it, short was, the, hair. it was the modern show. What you guys know what she's was, talking about. It was yes, on Netflix. It, it was, was like Netflix. the most popular oh, show. About, um what's it uh the lady show, the uh scandal lady. Uh, Shonda Rhyme show. I know what you're it talking about. It is her show. Yeah, it is her show. Yeah, they I wrote the main it. character yeah. off. Okay, yeah, so and everybody was pissed. Everybody that he pissed. that he got written off because he was a sexy I character. I stopped watching it because mm. of that. I don't know right, if I want to so watch it now. I loved his character. I loved like the way he portrayed himself and how he was. And then I watched it in him in interviews, and I was like, and we're done the exactly. same <laughs> because you're not him. So no more. And that just goes to show you personality makes a difference because I can see somebody in a show. Okay. So in the last kingdom, I was like, just one of, one of the guys that um, is his partner in crime and the show who I think it's in season four, he's got a beard. And then I'm like, let me see what his Instagram looks like. Mm -hmm. And I saw his Instagram without the beard. I was like, Oh wow. That was not the same person that you were in. It's like makeup. It is makeup. It's like a wig Mm -hmm. for men. A hat and beard is literally wow. like makeup. It really is. It's it so just it changed everything. And I was like, oh, never mind. You're not oh, attractive man, you anymore. It's not You got to have that facial hair. This is the petty part. So there it is. This, it's true. This I'm sorry. Petty. Like you if, if you have a beard coming into the relationship and then you all of a sudden shave it and you look like a different person. Oh, that's going to yeah. be that's gonna be I wonder if that's how men feel when we like wipe off all our makeup if we look completely listen, different. Listen, men has to do, they have to deal with that. You know, that's they, like, do, they do have to yeah. do Well, imagine you only seeing your wife with makeup on, never seen right. her without not saying that we don't look beautiful without makeup, but some girls right. look totally different. Cause I've seen right. have you seen some of those yeah. Thai girls that put the clay and they do and they look it's like sorcery. Like sorcery. Oh yeah, the stuff the cons. Wait, is that a different show? The power Rangers? No, that's the transformation. Uh, Transformers. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know why I'm thinking about yeah. the Power Rangers. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it is a little deceptive. I remember my mom, side note, my mom dated this guy a long time ago when I was a kid. And I remember we moved in all like his family, his kids, and then us. And my mom ended up breaking up with him. And I remember years later asking her whatever happened to that relationship. And she said, well, um, I discovered why he was taking so long in the bathroom. Well, I walked in on him one day and he was putting on his toupee 
And she's like, I just uh-huh. couldn't do it. I couldn't do it because oh, he had, you know, he had like this little bald spot. I was like, oh, she's like, I just couldn't do it. So and Aww. yeah, so she didn't know he had like, you know, he was wearing a toupee the, the whole time. time. Yeah, Don't and you got to glue on a toupee. You glue it on every day. <laughs> every day. Well, you know, they have the entire wig. Like men are red, they're going bald so they could put this wig on. It lasts about three weeks. Wow. You know, I'm yeah. not even mad at men because, okay, you know, I mean, you guys can't see, but I got my little ponytail extension. And oh, I mean, women, oh, okay. women do it yeah. too, yeah. you know, but I, I, I think it's hard for men. I get it, but I don't know. I, I could definitely date a bald guy, but just shave your head. Yeah. Just yeah. shave it. Don't wear a toupee. Just shave it off. Yeah. So if it's blatantly obvious, there's a point where you just got to just cut it, man. <laughs> exactly. I mean, I think if I've learned anything though from today's episode is that, you know, the, some of the stigmas are not necessarily true. And I think we create some stigmas for ourselves yes. sometimes, you know, and it's, I really, really love that when you brought up how, you know, men really don't care about Mm-mm. the physical aspects, maybe as much as us as women do. Mm-hmm. I still like to take care of myself, but yeah. I think that that's such a good thing to just kind of keep in mind moving forward. And I'm just going to keep an open mind. And for you married folks out there, you know, just, you know, keep that communication open. And if you want to yeah. have a threesome, do you, you have a threesome? <laughs> I personally, I'm good. I'm good. No. Okay. So, okay let me ask you this. For all three of you. Well, not you really, but if, if some, a couple asked you to be part of their threesome, is that the same thing? Would you say no? I'm good. So I, I recently <laughs> on my birthday, I'm curious. I went out to um, uh, a restaurant and had my fun. And then my friend invited me to an after party. Well, that after party, I started putting the dots together because it went from everyone just hanging out to really changing really quick. And everyone's like, are you going? Are you going? I'm like, going where? A sex dungeon. I'm like, the sex dungeon. And it was a real thing. So it turns out it was a swingers party and I was the newbie. I was the new uh, me. So everybody was like, oh, so what are you doing? What is it? And I had no idea. I just started oh putting dots together because one of the girls was telling the guys like, oh, get in the hot tub. And he's like, oh, no, no, I don't have I don't have my my bathing suit thing with me. And she's like, that's OK. And he's like, no, Carice ain't ready for that. And she's like, I'm ready. I'm like, ready oh, for what? Man. And I started, I'm like, what is going on here? And I'm like, I don't no, want to no, be tricked into it. I don't have any, I don't have a bikini. He's like, oh, I got plenty of bikinis in the back. They're all clean. I'm like, why does this guy just have random bikinis? And I'm like, yeah, no, I'm good. That's good. I'm, I'm good. good. I'll, good. I'll pass. I definitely don't want to be part of that. Oh, yeah. So I'm like, Even no. if you're single? No, even if I'm single, no, nope, hell no. Yeah, and to, am I the bad one for saying I'm curious? I'm just well, <laughs> no, that's just you. No, I, I, if I'm honest, I've been there, done that. I've I've right. been there, done it. I've had my exploring. I've been curious. I've done my thing. I've had my fun. It's just not where I'm at right now in my life. And no, yeah, I'm good. it just depends. It just yeah, depends man, where you're at. Then ask me and my those three of us. He asked us to have uh, fuck his wife. Um, this is oh. we like. I was in, I'm like 26 years old. He asked us, would we fuck his wife? And the, oh the, my gosh. one of them did, but I just couldn't do it. You know, <laughs> hey, there's an actual term for these. Apparently, if you let a man enter into like a couple, he is a bull. And if a woman enters into the couple, they're unicorns. I did not really? know this. Yeah. Know this. Somebody told I guess like pineapples are like the, uh, it's like a thing. It's like the symbol of a fruit. Yeah. Pineapple. Pineapple is a symbol <laughs> of sex. <laughs> Well, it's sexy tonight, pineapple. Tonight, I'm going to put my spoon face down. I'll oh, let you guys know. Oh, my God. This and then also, here's another thing. This is a random talk. Uh, you, you guys are talking about actors. One of the guys who's going to be in my series, named Joel Rush, you, you, you know who that is? 
Never heard of him. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'll show you. If you're attracted to him, let me know. How, uh, oh, okay. All right. all right. Listen, I need all the help. I'm going to link all of their social medias and their websites so you guys can follow. So thank you guys once again for being on the show. I appreciate you as always. Lots of laughs. And thanks for everyone who's been tuning in. If you like this episode, make sure that you rate and subscribe, especially if you're listening on Apple. If there's anyone that you think will resonate with the episode, share it with them. It helps the podcast grow. I read globally and in the top 300 under health and fitness in the US. So it's doing amazing. And it's because of the listeners like you who are tuning in to each and every episode. So thank you. And until the next episode, see you on the next episode of Diary of an Empath. Mm-hmm.